This episode of Faded Breaks is dedicated to my cousin, James Blue III, who was killed Tuesday, January 25th in Baltimore City. Um, The murderer has been found, so there is that, but... This is just for saying goodbyes. Rest in power, Blue. Ahoy there, and welcome to a new episode of Faded Breaks, an original cannabis and anime experience. I am your host, Elena the Muse, or Madam Ether to some, Madam versus Muse, many titles. Essentially, I am Chief Executive Muse, creative producer, and most importantly, illustrator of my art and strategy studio faded lane which you know kind of i'm sponsoring my own podcast (laughs) and today's episode which is episode eight i am getting slightly off script and exploring steven universe future because i've got to finally watch all of that and talking about thc tolerance breaks and how I've gone on one, I recently went on one before recording this and then potentially entering one after it. I still have products to talk about because I've still tried different products and I'm switching to more of a CBD approach as I sort out my relationship with the plant. But yeah, overall theme is goodbyes lessons and moving on uh the faded bricks podcast will be going for 10 episodes so then i'll be starting a new season so i have time to promote the first season but yeah glad to have you here thanks for tuning in and get ready for this ether real break Faded Lane is the elite solo-powered illustration studio helping cannabis brands forge timeless creative solutions that sell, particularly with illustration. As the host of Faded Breaks, naturally, I'm going to push my own shit. (laughs) And it may be a benefit to you, but a benefit to someone that you know and value. So... My business, I specialize in illustration services and somewhat as a subsidiary or supplement supporting aspect to that. Also creative direction as a creative producer, creative direction, production and consulting specifically with developing creative campaigns, whether it's narrowing down your brand story, baking in elements of brand lore, which is my visualized concept for developing out your brain into a world and, you know, visualize that. Let's play with some escapism. Whether that is getting packaging, package art on your packages or other forms of 
products as well as merchandise or apparel designs, illustration designs, potentially a mural using the basics of either my more fantastical style or a more toned down style where I use visual noting or sketch noting, which is visualizing information, which is essential for content, especially if you create an ongoing series that your audience looks forward to. And you can turn that into merchandise or digital products or NFTs, all things that we can work on, not just from my experience as an artist, but as a business professional who wants to see you thrive as I thrive because this is a win-win situation so if that has gotten you going head on to the show notes go to fadelane.com follow me on instagram fadelane or twitter at the muse and I look forward to seeing you there be sure to if you're curious want to get more involved before you reach out or just get a taste for what I produce check out the forged by faded podcast updates dailyish, and there's also the art biz and chill newsletter that goes out every first third and fifth friday i'll see you there okay kicking off the cannabis segment of faded breaks with not consuming cannabis at the time of me recording this, I am consuming again, but I do want to address tolerance breaks, um, just how important they are, how I've used them, and how they just impact my consumption of cannabis pretty much as, of course, people argue here and there whether or not cannabis is addictive or it's just a, you can just abuse it and whatnot. And as with anything in life, you can overuse something. And as you consume certain molecules, plants, etc., etc., your body does develop a tolerance, thus needing stronger products and more of the product. Um, I am a <laughs> budgetary cheap person, <laughs> unless it's something I really want to spend the money on. Like, yeah, I enjoy cannabis. I've been to the dispensaries with people spending two, four hundred dollars a trip. I'm spending between twelve, <laughs> between twelve, and maybe a hundred and fifty. Maybe the most I've spent is two hundred dollars at the dispensary, and I'm still kind of bargain shopping, getting the discounts, everything, because the people who are spending two hundred, four hundred dollars, to me, they are. Well, they need that much product and or they're traditionally used to purchasing that much cannabis. For me, as the sweet summer child of cannabis and weed and mainly getting my foothold with consumption through Maryland's medical, the legal industry, I'm used to just buying just my overall shopping habits are I go for the cheapest things that I need, especially if it's a daily thing that I need, like food. Of course, I'm going to try and get the best quality, but I'm, I'm going to get the best quality for as little money as I can because 
you know, my money's tight anyway. And again, there's just things that cost more that I want to be investing my money in or that that are just priorities for me to put my money in. And I do just like having a low tolerance. It's like, yeah, I'm consuming medically, but compared to like alcohol, I don't drink, I especially don't drink as much now because cannabis is my go-to thing. But even when it comes to drinking, before I consumed it, I kept my tolerance low because I was cheap and I like a cheap fund. So, you know, if I'm good off of one shot, two shots or like a couple beers and I'm just good for the night, that is a win for me. So I approach cannabis the same way where if I can get by with just one, two doses of edibles throughout the day, if I can cut that bitch in half and it lasts me longer then, you know, you only get about 10 in a pack. So if I'm taking two doses a day to address my back issues and helping me with my mental health issues, like that's five days and edibles, you know, I can get some edibles for as low as $15 a pop. One that I found very effective that, you know, the Yuzu Wana brands that I talked about in the previous episode, that's $55. And I was just able, like I bought it again a couple weeks ago because the same place I'd got it from, Blair Wellness, had it on sale for $28. Yeah, then I picked it up, but that's still $28 for a 10-pack of something that's only going to last me five days unless, you know, I cut it in half and I get 10 days out of it. But that's just not sustainable for me. Even, like, in my head, even if I start making, even when I start making bread like that, it's still just not something I want to be spending a lot of money on because again there's just other things I want to invest in and purchase so tolerance breaks even from that standpoint are beneficial of course there are people who if you're consuming for chronic pain or cannabis is just how you get through the day then no you may not be able to handle an entire week month six months or even a couple days without it there can be withdrawal symptoms i've experienced them when my sleep's been interrupted my appetite's been fucked up my sense of taste has been fucked up i've had night sweats when i've just ramped up usage too much and then i'm like all right let me backtrack and i've run out of product then i'm going through these withdrawal symptoms for like three to five days or so and no one really prepares you for that. So I guess this is also like a educational segment and just, yeah, it's just to give insight on this is a part of having cannabis in your lifestyle. For me, I think it's a valuable thing to consider and to practice again for budgetary reasons, for health reasons, and just for, you know, that awareness of being in your body. Um, again, even with that years ago, when I was first consuming, I wasn't smoking dabbing eating edibles really at a high dosage it wasn't until I was in a circus of knuckleheads that my stress levels got so high dealing with these people on top of also developing entrepreneurship entrepreneurship and as a freelancer you have to interact with people often and as I've said before I'm consuming cannabis or when I first became a patient before I developed back spasms and whatnot from my own negligence, um, just getting older. But 
you know, I was consuming for anxiety. And part of that generalized anxiety disorder is I have, I have had social anxiety or I just potentially have, well, it's not just social anxiety. Like I've just had all the anxiety across the board, (laughs) but the social anxiety has been a recurring issue throughout my life. So me dealing with a bunch of people acting stupid, me trying to build a business, which is completely new and the unpredictability of that combined with to get business, I have to always be talking to people. And I had so really bad social anxiety and I just started ramping up my usage so much. And then that started messing up my sleep patterns. And then that messed up my eating patterns. I lost like 20 pounds. Like I only at the time, I only weighed like 123 pounds. I'm five one. So for me to lose 20 pounds and I was almost on the verge of dropping below 100 pounds and I haven't been that light since I was about 18, that's a problem. So, yeah, I came into this life. I came to this world without cannabis. Yeah, my circumstances have created the mental health and body issues that I've had. But at the end of the day, there's just, it's just not a cure-all. There, there's no answer to everything. And again, it's a lifestyle of, it's not just the cannabis, it's what I'm consuming. It's me working out. It's me making sure I'm drinking enough water and me having enough self-control and cognizance to do those things. And once I lost track of those things, that was already a sign for me to take a tolerance break because that's also an opportunity I guess it's kind of like taking a break in a relationship. It's kind of like, or just not talking to somebody for a bit. It gives you the space to take a step back and get your body in order, but also to get your intentions in order. And after I'd watched this video of this um, black woman, I don't know if she's Jamaican or African. Of course, there, there's very distinct differences in the accents, um, but... I'm just at a loss there, but well, she was saying ganja. So I think maybe she was Jamaican, but she was saying like the way the industry produces cannabis, it's like the plants are being modified to have so much THC and there's so much high THC product and it's push THC, THC, like this shit is marketed for patients to buy and pay more for these high THC percentages when that may not necessarily, and more likely it's not necessary for addressing your, ailments and even if you're trying to get high if you're pushing for that much THC again it's a tolerance thing so I think it's highly valuable to take tolerance breaks again don't be like I'm a cold turkey motherfucker I just jump into shit and (laughs) it's gotten me banged up over the years and whatnot but I just enjoy the risk I enjoy just if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it And if I can just go feet first and just be all in, I just take the L's as they come. But if you're going to take a tolerance break, I highly recommend like your body is going to be kind of fighting against you. So, you know, be really aware of what's going on within you. Like I said, my stomach gets kind of like my stomach would get really tight and I would just want junk food all the time or I would just start rejecting food because it just wouldn't taste as good in my mouth and then for whatever reason I would just stop drinking water and when I'm dehydrated for some reason that causes night sweats and it's like when it's cold at night 
And for whatever reason, I just get completely drenched in sweat and I have to get up in the middle of the night and change my clothes, which then interrupts my sleep, my sleep cycle. So it's being cognizant of anticipating these kinds of things may happen if you go on a tolerance break or just easing your way down into taking the break, maybe over the course of three days or a week. And, you know, some people, when I've brought up in dispensary that I'm on a tolerance break, you know, they'd say take the CBD route and everything just because, you know, you'll have the cannabinoids in your system and you'll still be relatively balanced. But yeah, take your time and just make sure you're getting your baseline hit of, okay, if your sleep is fucked up, maybe try to take some naps during the day. Don't put as much work on yourself during that time period just so that your body can acclimate to not having the plant in it for a bit. And then once you get back to consuming, whether it's smoking, edibles, you can start low. Don't consume at the same rate that you were when you stopped. But, you know, do half of that or start a really low amount or dose because you're going to get the effects that you're looking for potentially and just gradually ramp it up for there or just find the balance um, amidst that. So that's just that. I, again, I was on a break for about a week before recording this. I currently have some cannabis in my system right now. But uh, after this, I'm probably going to buy an eighth or a quarter of this flower that I've been waiting to come back on the market. And then I'm thinking of taking like a month off of consuming, just going CBD only, maybe a month, maybe just two weeks, and then going mainly to a ratio two to one. So CBD to THC, I'm working that out. But ultimately... Anything that you're putting in your body is just, it's a wellness plan. It's a part of your lifestyle and it either is going to maintain you, better you, or be detrimental. So do with that information as you will. And I look forward to talking to you about this wonderful, the wonderful things I've had now that I'm back and about to take a break next week. Kanban is officially here to jam, baby, with the Indokanban.com. Don't forget the www in front of it, which is my cannabis art brand personifying the most talented of cannabis molecules as music entertainers, be it cannabinoids like Queen CBD to the zesty limonene of Terpy, the sub group of the band known for k-pop and r&b aesthetics you can represent your favorite molecule or molecules or the entire band with digital products like printable wall art wall calendars 18 months starting from july 2022 and merchandise such as masks gonna need them bitches aprons coasters, backpacks, and other miscellaneous things that will expand over the months to come. If you would like to see the development of the visual note style, be sure to look up Faded Lane, my company that 
is the oversight and you can see development via your faded hour on my faded lane accounts see videos via pinterest the Indokanban pinterest account or follow me on tiktok at the laneiverse details links everything are in the show notes and come enjoy the bay Now on to the Steven Universe Future segment. I have loved Steven Universe. Steven Universe Future is pretty much like the um it's the epilogue series to the main series of Steven Universe. So he's aged up. I think he's 16 now, and it's pretty much the focus is on Steven as far as him having to make changes from being like 12, 13 years old, saving the universe and saving other people when he hasn't really had help dealing with the things that he experienced as a child and having room to grow. So that leans into Kind of the theme that initiated in the intro about goodbyes, lessons, and moving on. And it doesn't completely capture the spirit of, you know, my cousin was killed the time of this recording a week ago. And that's a permanent goodbye. Um, and I guess you can take lessons from a death as far as reconciling that I haven't I hadn't seen him or talked to him in about three years usually our family gets together for the holidays but there's a pandemic Rona land is still going strong and it sucks not being able to see someone or talk to someone ever again so I guess it's not really there is some comparison with Steven Universe and Steven Universe Future as far as, you know, the main, the one who kind of initiated everything, Rose Quartz, um, is gone forever. And that was a big thing in the original series because people were looking for her and expecting her to still be alive through Steven. And it's just like by the season finale... I guess Steven's inner consciousness is just like, she's gone. There is no rose quartz. There is no pink diamond. She's gone. There's only Steven Universe. So, yeah, originally when I... Because I tried to watch some episodes of Steven Universe Future. And I just thought it was really (laughs) hokey and cheesy to begin with. I know... The original series had kind of started off kind of the same way, but maybe because like Rebecca Sugar wasn't the creator of uh, Steven Universe and they wrote a lot of the, a lot if not all of the songs in the original series and they're not directly involved with Steven Universe Future. Like, they didn't write the script. They're not directing any of the episodes. As far as I've seen, I don't think they worked on any of 
they didn't write or direct any of the episodes. They may have just been involved as far as like an executive producer. I haven't double checked. But kind of the spirit of the original series just felt, I don't know, it just felt kind of gimmicky up until the middle of it when I guess shit got real and yeah it's it's that and also considering I don't know just my own shit that I'm going through and the changes I've been going through like Steven has to grow up and people around him have been growing distant or they're going off and doing their own things and that is something that personally I have dealt with and I'm you know still adjusting to as an adult whereas you know in my 20s when I was a teenager and everything like friends were always around and it's also a matter of by the end of future Steven decides to leave and see the world for himself and I don't know I guess maybe I've done that internally because again with the pandemic I've just had an excuse or <laughs> to not ever leave the house. But it's given me, like, it's been hard as far as interacting, wanting to interact with people and just being by myself so that I can fully understand myself and know myself. And yeah, that is, again, an ongoing theme. I'd say in both of the series is Stephen, like, perhaps the irony of it or it's just because it's his story and whatnot it's Steven has had to figure out who he is the first series again was about because he had his mother's gem everybody was expecting him to be his mother and projecting that onto him and then by the time we get to future Steven is because he spent all of his childhood fighting for other people's behalf and doing things on other people's behalf. He thinks that he's, and he's used to doing the talk no jutsu to help change people's minds instead of fighting. It's that's what he figured his purpose was, was just to fix everybody and to help fix everybody when he needed the support himself. He needed to understand himself outside of, his comfortable safe environment with you know the crystal gems and his dad and for me it's just yeah being able to his decision to leave is like my decision to stay (laughs) inside and not interact as much because I personally needed the space to grip with certain emotions um unlike Steven I wasn't having that unconditional level of support that he did to help recover so it's like I had to be my own support and figure those things out so deciding to watch it now really hit closer because let's see I forget when I was trying to watch it before I mean the circumstances circumstances are somewhat are more different I guess from when it first came out but it's just it gave me some degree of closure I guess in becoming a new person and being a new person 
again, which is what future is about is Steven having to realize that he needs to, like, he has not, like, he knows who he is to some degree, but he's, like, developing new powers, and they're coming out, and he has a lot of anger that's coming out, and it's just, he needs to figure things out for himself by navigating the world. He's not going to find that within Holmes' borders, whereas for me, it's the world that I needed to navigate was my inner world, which I didn't feel that my environments living with others and some of the people that I was connected with, they were actively getting in the way of me exploring my inner world on my terms so that I could decide what memories I wanted to keep with me, what pains needed to be healed, and ultimately who the person I have decided to be is not just at the end of that but you know in the day-to-day so overall those aspects aside visually it's just a given that seeming universe is well animated um i'm not gonna talk about fights i don't care about fights <laughs> like i can literally say like unless the animation really is that outstanding to me I'm not looking for, oh my god, how well animated is this fight? Like, the character designs overall, if you've never watched Steven Universe, they're great. Um, Since all the gems are based off of, like, if you're familiar with crystals and whatnot, like, Garnet, Pearl, Amethyst, literally all the names of the characters, all the characters' names are their gems. But... Yeah, they also kind of embody what those gems represent, like Pearl being elegant and Garnet being very down to earth. Um, I haven't read much on Amethyst, so but I'm sure her personality is similar. But even like Rose Quartz or Pink Diamond, um, who was a part of Steven Universe, you know, they represent love and kindness. So, yeah those aspects are cool a lot of the characters i think they're all well-rounded they're well represented because you have the gems you have humans you have in between again with steven um you just it's a kid's show so it's also just navigating kid problems but it's also just navigating very human problems such as feeling love feeling accepted being able to just tell the truth of what's going on within yourself and getting the support or also realizing that you got to get away from what you're familiar with to grow because everyone else around you is growing and changing and going with their going going with going for their dreams and actively doing what works best for them regardless of how it impacts someone else because it's their dream so what else oh yeah And as, like, a Maryland resident, like, Steven Universe has elements of Maryland, the DMV, the East Coast, because the creator, Rebecca Sugar, is from Maryland. They grew up in Silver Spring. So, Beach City, Beach City might be based off, I think Beach City might be based off of Ocean City. And then when Steven talks about, like, Delmarva, that delaware maryland virginia i believe and empire cities new york 
Charm City is clearly Baltimore because Steven talks about visiting Charm City. You know, be safe out there, my guy. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's a really cool touch of home element that gets to be embodied in an excellent cartoon that did wonders on Cartoon Network. Cross new barriers with LGBT queer issues and just people and whatnot because the gems represent that and even like some of the characters do represent that as well with their attractions and just who they are but yeah it's just a really cool element if you haven't watched Steven Universe at all sorry for spoilers <laughs> at this point um but other than that all the episodes are 11 minutes each. I don't know if there are any that exceed that beyond like the Steven Universe movie, which you should also watch. And yeah, if you're just an emotional person or if you're just not scared of your emotions or you're willing to get over being afraid of your emotions, I highly recommend watching not just Steven Universe, well, Steven Universe Future. I'd recommend just watching all of Steven Universe in the movie before watching Steven Universe Future just so that you have that context. And again, episodes are 11 minutes each and you can get caught up pretty fast. But if you so choose, Steven Universe Future is only one season and that's it. I knocked that out in a day. But yeah, go watch this shit. Deep within the muse is an unending lane of verse. It begins and ends with the madam. You can discover that side of me, the commercial artist, or really just the artist, who just wants to make shit and not think about the money things and taxes and business expenses. But alas, that is existence. But I will not surrender. In light of that, you can follow my development on personal projects such as Orange 91, which is my personal biannual anthology that features my character short stories and also contains illustrations of them. So it's very magical realism kind of deal and just being very experimental with my style, with the kinds of tools that I use to make art and just making a great storytelling experience as I built the foundation to having my shit animated. It's ultimately the goal. There are aspects of the Indo Kanban that show up in the Laneiverse and on my platforms, namely on TikTok. But if you're curious about how my sweet dance moves break creative blocks and manifest the magic of all things needed in my universe in my place of this etheric realm hop on over to there at lane face on tiktok also instagram where i mainly just port shit um you can also connect with me on facebook if you can find that link somewhere <laughs> find me um not really that committed to facebook but youtube will be rolling out and rolling out monthly videos 
So just focusing on my creative business, my creative project development, and just my growth as a creator through and through without all the bells and whistles and noise and annoyance of society just as a being so hop on over to the links and again the show notes the laneverse will have a website by the end of summer 2022 but while you wait you can check out some of my previous artwork and wares at laneware.com which will also be developing over the course of 2022 i will meet you there the art is personal but you're welcome all right and that is the end of episode eight of faded breaks thanks for tuning in and listening to i guess some great uh input on exploring a tolerance break if you consume cannabis and getting started with Steven Universe Future or just the overall Steven Universe series if you haven't already. Um, again, as I said in the intro, episode is dedicated to my cousin Blue, who was killed Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. And yeah, unexpected goodbyes. It's hard to say goodbye, but such is the human condition. And yeah, I guess just the overall theme of this episode is the human condition and the elements of balance and having to move on and make changes because if you don't change, you die. You just remain stagnant. And who wants to be a living zombie? I guess that's redundant. <laughs> but um be sure to follow me on the following social media at these tag names all these links will be available in show notes and overall podcast profile definitely give me a follow over at twitter at elena the muse because i am not doing clubhouse I just can't get down with doing Clubhouse and then just because of current business ventures, I'm just, and being just used to being on Twitter, I'm going to use Twitter spaces for the live discussions. Those will continue once I start season two, actually, because I just need time to put it together, but it will be on Mondays. I'm thinking between six and 8 p.m. So making it earlier my older crowd and yeah I guess I just figured it'd be better to start earlier on Mondays but yeah doing that on Twitter spaces so definitely make sure to follow me there and as for my other platforms feel free to follow me on TikTok at Madam versus Muse TikTok is I'm focused on developing my different creative interests like drawing Japanese and Korean or just different hobbies and whatnot that I very want very much want to be skilled in but also being a source of inspiration and doing dance magic to help you clear them creative blocks and yeah just having a good time 
as for oh yes and instagram at faded lane that's where i'll be just sharing promo clips and whatnot excuse me so if you want to share the podcast share some clips that you don't have to make an effort to make um that's a method with which to do that is to go to that instagram account and share what i got there and for in due time there will be a podcast page on my business website fadedlane.com there will be a podcast overview there that's a work in progress as it goes with many things but thanks for tuning in thank you for tuning sitting through the whole episode and thank you for your patience for those who have tuned in and I hadn't updated in two weeks I guess I'll be doing a fever dream episode at some point (laughs) but other than that yeah hope you had a restorative entertaining ethereal break go out in the world and do your thing and I will see you next week